It's time to raise the roof for our 85th episode. Welcome back, everyone, to this latest episode of Raise the Roof. Right now, it is me, Bree, and a special guest who I'm going to introduce in just a second. We have a lot of things to talk about in this episode. We're going to talk a lot of a uh, little bit about advanced uh, analytics and sabermetrics. We're going to be talking about the Blue Jays series that just happened, the Tiger series that's going to happen this coming weekend. Which, if you guys haven't got tickets to the um, to the series, ten dollar tickets for the rest of the season, uh, all ten games um, for the last home stand of the season. Uh, of the season, $10 tickets in certain areas. Some of those games are already getting sold out. So get out to the trop. They also have $5 beer, $4 soda, and $5 popcorn, I believe, which I don't really know if the popcorn is a, is like a steal at five bucks. But I mean, it's, you know, they said it's a special. So And they're also having little scratch-off prizes if you donate to the Rays Baseball Foundation, which is, you know, where they do a bunch of stuff in the community. If you donate, you can get um, game-used jerseys, side balls, you know, concessions, just whatever you win. But I think so everybody's a winner, so donate to that. Yes, yeah, so do it. Definitely do that if you um, if you can. Uh, so make sure you get at the trap for that. So we're going to be talking about that and some other stuff going on. Uh, but without further ado, let's introduce our special guest. Uh, we haven't had her on in quite some time now. This is the first time that actually she met Bree. Uh, so this was awesome. You guys know her better as Scout Girl Report on Twitter. She also is involved with D-Rays Bay, NBC Sports, and I'm trying to think, did I get everything else right, Andrea? Yeah, Prospects 365 also. Prospects 365. So Andrea is back. Andrea, welcome back to the pod. It's it's been a bit. How how are you doing? I think you added on some things to your resume since we last talked. Yeah, I think so too. It's been a crazy year, but I'm so glad to be back with you guys. I had such a great time the last time I joined, so thanks for having me on again. Yeah, thanks so much for coming on again. I know, obviously, things have been crazy for you. Things have been crazy for baseball. You're someone who is very involved within the advanced analytics and sabermetrics community with all the stuff that you've been doing for the different sites and publications that you've worked for. Is there, are there some statistics that have, I guess, evolved recently that you would say have kind of come more to the forefront uh, compared to previous years? Uh, yeah, I think um, a big one that's becoming more popular with more people this year is weighted runs created plus like that was kind of like second to war for a long time and Mm -hmm. now people are using that one a bit more for batters which I like that one is like the first thing you look at just to like get a general sense before you like look further into the guy so is that uh would you say that's really the biggest one right now that's kind of created that change or I guess maybe not as much of a change but more of just like a shift in the community I think so I see that one a lot you guys also check Twitter. You can see what other people are using, but I see that one a lot. I see like FIP over ERA a lot more now than in years Woba. past. I've seen a lot of Woba. Woba's, yeah, a Woba's lot of Woba. become very big. Yeah, that one really blew up. <laughs> Great. Are there are there different statistics that you have found that you're using more often this year compared to other years? I'm still trying to get into all this stuff because you know I, this is my first year, like actually trying to learn about analytics and stuff. So I'm still at like the FIP level. I haven't gone much deeper than that, but we're going to get there. I mean, most people, that's the problem with like one of the problems with baseball is like, there's so many numbers out there. It's hard to like have a, a coherent conversation, like with someone who, and there's nothing wrong with not being familiar with it. It's just, there's so many things out there. It's like tough to follow all of that. Yeah. And it's all not, like, it's, like advancing so quickly that like the, as soon as I learn about one thing, like then everyone's moved on to the next stat and I'm like, what? <laughs> I can't keep up, but We'll get there, there is a lot. I will yeah. I will agree with Bree. There is a lot. I'm still honestly, 
I don't even think like Andrea, you're definitely way more advanced than me in terms of in terms of knowing sabermetric stuff because I'm still I'm still trying to get there. I mean, a lot of the stuff I just I don't even know how these people create this stuff. Like it's it, it feels like it comes like, out of nowhere. Imagine coming up with a stat like that's wild to me. Like creating your own stat, that's crazy. I can't imagine. I, I don't. It just see it, it. It seems unfathomable to me. But I mean. People have created stats. So yeah, I was embarrassed because I asked my friend Nick on Twitter, who's like big into analytics, and we'll get him on eventually. But I asked him because I could not, for the life of me, figure out what the difference between B WAR and F WAR was. And he literally told me, "Oh, it's just like Baseball Reference and fan graphs." I was like, "Oh, that's yeah." I, I actually got in like in my early days when I had like you know ten followers on Instagram. I got into a fight with someone in in like the raised comment section on Instagram because. I used B War instead of like F War for Brandon Lau, and they didn't like that. They accused me of like not knowing War, and I was like, "Yep, I'm done with Instagram." <laughs> that was it. Yeah, it's that that tends to be what happens a lot of times with social media. People people can be very very passionate about certain things, but but we do love them for that because they are because a lot of them do follow us, and we appreciate all the people that follow us and that support what we're doing. Just sometimes things can be a little bit too much. And I'm yeah, sure Andrew... people are mean to the raise the roof Twitter. <laughs> what? No, I'm not being mean to our followers. No, being... <laughs> no, it's true though. Like I don't ever log into it. You're on it sometimes, but I'm like, oh my gosh, just looking at the replies. Yeah. I try to stay out of it. I, I've I've yeah, forced control. myself to stay out of a lot of things, Andrea. I don't know if it's the same way with you, but I feel like over time you start realizing that like you should just back up from stuff and just let things happen as is. Yeah, I mean, unless like if someone speaks to me like respectfully, I'll answer back most of the time and you know it's it's been that way most of the time but when like a team isn't doing well and I, I like try to shed some positivity oh, yeah. that's always like torn oh, down yeah. immediately like um I mean nothing was nothing too crazy was said but last night I tweeted about Chad Green I didn't realize that Yankee fans like despised him all of a sudden <laughs> like you would think that he like threw this one pitch like right down the middle of the plate when it was like it, it was placed exactly where they wanted him to place it and yeah, so it's been, it's been an interesting ride. Twitter's a fun <laughs> place, but I love all the engagement. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. a strong. Yeah. The, the engagement is great. I will agree with you on that. And things have definitely hit a little bit of, uh, or have accelerated a little bit, at least on the race side of things uh, over this last week and a half or so, uh, especially after this last series against the Blue Jays. Now the Blue Jays are one of the hottest teams in baseball uh, right now and have played their way into a wild card spot. But on the other side of it, the Rays unfortunately did lose two out of three in Toronto. Now, from what I understand, I don't think that the Rays play that well in Toronto. And also, I just think that there is an advantage, especially for the Blue Jays, when you're playing in a different country. Now, I don't know if that actually has any merit to it, but the fact of them actually finally playing at home for the first time in a while and the first time that the Rays have played in Toronto in two years, I feel like there was some stuff at play there and... Unfortunately, the Rays didn't come out on top of the series. Now, I could be dead wrong, but I mean, they're just your... it right now. They have, I mean, they've had a good team all year. It's just now everything's finally coming together and they're back at home. Their fans are pumped up and they're in a wild card spot. So it happens. That is true. Yeah. That is true. They chose, the best time. they chose like the best time to turn it on it's <laughs> yeah. incredible like and I mean the race like the offense obviously wasn't as there as it has been but I don't know Wander Franco being out like that's been like a huge blow like I didn't realize 
I didn't think it was going to be as believable as it was. Yeah. Yeah. Which is yeah, crazy to think of. Sorry. No, it's just crazy to think that when he first came up, I don't think that people thought he was going to have that much of an impact on the team. And now we're here and he's out and it's had more of an impact than I at least would have imagined. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's kind of insane. Andrew, I wanted to get more of your thoughts about the series. So what did you coming into this series? What did you think was going to happen? Um, well, obviously the Blue Jays, like they just never stop hitting. So every time they swing, I hold my breath. Um, but <laughs> they're like a super aggressive team. Like they're swinging early, like similar to the, how the Red Sox, like they just, once they they're on and everyone is working together, like there's no stopping that offense at all. Um, and I mean, some of our pitchers, like it's a tough matchup for them. Like Yarbrough is a tough matchup against the Blue Jays, Waka also, but he did pretty well. I don't know. He gave up how many hits? Seven the other day. I don't remember. Yeah. He was a little off, but um, yeah, I, I think they're a tough team to beat and like even their pitching has come around now. So it's all facets of the game. And on top of that, the Rays, I feel like are kind of just chilling out since they've pretty much got the division nailed down, yeah. but there's no urgency anymore. Yeah. Agreed. Well, I, I wonder, is that, do you think that's going to cause any, and now this is something that we can all talk about, but do you think it's going to cause problems down the stretch that they just don't have that urgency or is it more of just they're trying to conserve for the postseason? I mean, the urgency is going to come like the McClanahan to IL thing. We talked about that. Like it's probably something that if we're fighting for the wild card right now, maybe he doesn't go on the aisle. Maybe he pitches through it. I mean, that's an advantage we have we can rest him for that he's going to be back soon you know he's a rookie give him a break he's going to be the ace going into the postseason so you know now's a chance to rest him and we saw the White Sox do the same thing with literally Lynn Rodon and Giolito so um that's the advantage that you have when you built this kind of lead is you can rest those players you don't have to panic every game whereas we would have to do that if we were any of those wild cards teams right now so it's something the urgency will come it's not that they like don't want to win it's just you know like eventually they're going to have to win and they're a good team they're going to turn on that point but this is not that time so I'm not really worried about that yeah I agree 100% with that like they we have an opportunity now to like rest our players if someone even like trips on the on the grass or whatever just take them out of the game like there's no need for anyone to get injured or like doing any crazy crazy dives or anything weird at the plate so just take it easy and, and we'll be fine come the playoffs. We're in a good spot. Now, I am curious because we thought, or I think that some people thought that there was a possibility that Shane Boz might have, <laughs> might, might, might be coming up for this weekend. I know that Mark was, Topkin, he, 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 he teased something, the possibility of it happening. It's now that, and it, it still might happen. We don't know, but Luis Patino will be, will be pitching on Friday. There is a TBA spot on Saturday, but that's probably going to be filled by Yarborough. And according to how the IL stint is happening with McClanahan, he's scheduled to come off on Sunday. So he's probably going to pitch on Sunday, barring anything happening. But who, like, who do we expect or like what other, I guess, moves on the pitching side of things are we expecting the Rays to do in these last 16 games or so? Because I, I feel like there's going to be a lot more guys that they're going to be moving up from AAA. Like you're going to see Lewis head come up a lot more because obviously he's been up and down this entire season and re- relying on guys like Dietrich ends, who I think is going to be pitching the bulk innings tonight. So is that going to be more of the case and they're going to be trying to guess rest some of their starters or are they still going to be trying to stretch out guys as, as the end of the season comes? Andrew, oh, if you oh, want to start. Oh, okay, briefly. I'm, I'm going to start with this one. So 
I think they don't know what the postseason rotation. I use the word rotation loosely because I don't know if they're really going to have a rotation necessarily. Yeah. Um, I still think they're trying to figure out what that'll be. And a lot of that depends on, you know, like what is Archer's role going to be if he has one, if he's going to pitch again. Um, you know, I really don't know what's going on with Shane Boz. I didn't think we were going to see him. I mean, some, I don't know, somebody, I don't think Mark Topkin would say that with like, no, he doesn't make baseless claims. So I'm sure he probably heard something that just isn't happening tonight. Or I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know how I feel about Shane Boz. Like bring up a rookie. I guess it worked with McClanahan, but I mean, I don't know. That's just weird to me, but um, yeah. I don't know if ends has a role going forward, depending on, you know, if Archer's back and the, the postseason, you only need like a four man rotation. If you're doing even like a real rotation because they're off days. So I don't know. There's a lot, there's a lot going on. And I think right now the Rays are kind of just trying to figure out who's going to be in what role, who's healthy, you know, that kind of thing. Definitely. It's, it's a hot mess. There's a lot going on, but I, I love Boz. He's like one of my favorite pitchers uh, in the Rays organization. So I'm like ready for him to come up and he's going to do it. Let's do it this weekend and get it over with, get all the like rookie know. jitters out of the way. And then I, I, I wouldn't, I mean, I haven't seen him play obviously because he's been in AAA, but if you want to throw him into a postseason game, I wouldn't be opposed to that because no one's really seen him at the major league level. Yeah. That's so true. that's going to give him some advantage, similar to uh, Luis Heal. Like he's been on fire, but I don't even, I don't long-term, I don't see him as a starter. That's a whole other conversation for a Yankees. Wait, podcast. who? For, oh, Luis Gill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, Shane Boz, like I, I think there's a lot of potential with him and he's going to be incredible. Like the Rays like took him and like made him amazing. So I'm, I'm ready for him. Hopefully this weekend or else Mark Hopkins is going to get an angry DM. (laughs) (laughs) So I do want to ask, because we talked about this with Danny Russell, who is the managing editor of D-Race Bay. We talked about that two episodes ago about what we think the postseason rotations is going to look like. And I don't know how much it's changed for you, Bree and Andrew. We haven't had you on yet. So this will be the first time that we're hearing it from you. But what do you, so Andrew, starting with you, what do you think the Rays' postseason rotation is going to look like? I kind of agree with Bree that it might not be like as finite as a rotation. And like these pitchers are probably going to be on a short leash, especially mm-hmm. since they're almost all like in their first year. So it's, it's, you know, it's a little risky either way. But I think McClanahan is probably like, a solid go-to game one, game five or seven, whatever. And then, um, well, Spatino is going to be reliable and needed there. Depending on the team, I- I'd like to see Yarbrough go bulk instead of starting and not that long, like one time through. Just in depending on the team we're facing, if it's like a heavy offensive team, then maybe like pull the plug a little sooner if things start going awry. Um, similar with Waka, though, I think he, like if he mis- mixes his pitches well, I think he could be a little more of like a biter, but I don't know. No time to take risks. Just stick to what we know and like take it from there. Mm-hmm. I've, oh, who did I forget? Drew Rasmussen also. Yeah. He's been insane. I was yeah. not expecting him to do this well. So that was a happy surprise. I don't think anyone was. And I also, now I don't know if, if this is just precautionary from cash, but I would like to see him go further into games. Cause he, from what I've seen, like his pitch counts have been quite low through like four or five innings. Remember he was a reliever a couple months ago. Okay. So, 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 so that definitely sounds like it's more of a precautionary thing to just continue to stretch him out then. Well, I mean, not only that, but he's doing the same thing with pretty much all the other pitchers too, except like okay. Yarb letting go if, you know, he's blowing it, but like, 
then then I'm fine with that. But I I, I think that at least once or twice you want to see him go further, just like give him the opportunity to go into the sixth inning because he's only and hit five so far. I I would agree. Except I feel like now is not that. That's a next season problem mm-hmm. for me because if like I said, he was a reliever a few months ago. He's a rookie. You do not want to risk losing him at all for any stretch of time at this point. That is like, true. That, that, that's God forbid. He, and he's the one that mentioned. He said, I appreciate the Rays for giving me an extra day of rest. He's been going every six days. And he said he needed that. So that makes me think, okay, he needs the extra day. That means he needs his innings limited for now. He was a reliever a few months ago. He's a rookie. We need him desperately. So we can't afford for him to anything to be screwed up with him. That's true. Definitely. And going back to the advanced stats for a second, like his results have been great this year, but if you actually look at like the quality of his stuff, it's not like as good as our other pitchers. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's also kind of has, that also kind of has him on a short leash and he's Mm -hmm. just filling in like next year. I don't see him in the rotation. Um, I think they're going to upgrade. I mean, they have so many options for pitching that we're lucky we can do that, but I don't, I don't think he's going to be a starter next year, even though he's done very well this year. So do you think that he'll be more of a bulk guy next year then? Or it's a great question. Hmm. I haven't decided yet. It's a fun question. I don't know. (laughs) We have a lot of trade candidates. It's true. Man, the Rays just, I, I, I think that, and I think we can all agree that we don't know what's going to happen. They'll no, just do whatever the hell they want to do. But I trust it. I trust them completely. Like, whatever you guys are going to do, go for it. I'll be here. <laughs> just just let the front office do what they do. Yeah. That's, that's the best part about being a race fan. It's like, you don't have to worry about a thing that goes on. You're just like, okay, <laughs> you do you. We trust you. And in, in, in Eric, we trust Thank God he got that extension. My goodness. Andrew, quick thoughts about that. How did you feel about the extension? Did you think that it was going to come at all? Or did you think he was going to go? Or like, how surprised were you on it? I'm glad that they did it. I feel like they kind of had to because Bloom and Quick both moved out. So in terms of who's left there, there was a lot of like previously lower level guys. So I feel like they weren't really left with as big a choice as they might have had if like these guys hadn't moved on to other GM roles. So I'm very happy they did it. I think the Andrew's doing a great job. You know, right. We were talking with Danny, how, you know, it opens the GM job for them to bring someone else in to kind of, you know, they could promote someone internally. So you have another guy that's in. Oh, I'm, or they I'm could excited. coach. They could. That'd be like, interesting. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> if the Rays poached. What does that happen? I don't think I've ever seen that happen before. Like the Rays don't ever poach. They just have guys that just come out of nowhere. Andrew, am I, am I like, do you, do you remember a time where they've ever poached anyone or am I just going crazy by thinking that? Um, uh, So they've, no, they don't usually poach. A lot of people leave. Ah, okay. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. I mean, I mean, obviously with click and bloom, they both had GM jobs set up for them in Houston and Boston. So that's the reason why they left. And, and then Friedman, same thing. But like, mm-hmm. wasn't Friedman already a GM with the Rays? And then he was, oh, I guess that was yeah, more he of was. just like, I, I guess that was more of just like, he had the opportunity of a lifetime in, in, in LA. So like, why not take it? I also think, uh, I don't remember what Matt Silverman's position was when Friedman was GM. Was he already president of baseball ops? Because he like used to be like very involved in that also. And then... Friedman, I think he probably got more money with the Dodgers and Sternberg probably thought that they had a, a pretty good group of guys there with like Boom and Neander coming up from their internships with the Rays. So I think they probably let him go without a problem, but now it's a little more desperate, I guess. Well, I think it's a good desperate because I think that we all 
I, I think we all love Neander and he's done a great job. And, and now oh, we get yeah, to see, yeah. I didn't mean that in a bad way. <laughs> yeah. And now we get yeah. to see quarter zips on quarter zips for the rest of his tenure. Cause it seems like the only thing that he wear. I know that was a joke that Danny said is talking about the quarter zips. Cause it just seems like he has so many, I don't know where the hell he gets them from, but shout out to him. And I want to go back to pitching the bullpen though, this time. Okay. So, so a bullpen rotation for the, for the, playoffs I'm, I'm assuming oh i i just mean like, oh just and, like bullpen yeah. bu- just like any what have you seen from the bullpen lately because i know a lot of people have been freaking out because there have been some blown saves and some kind of and also anderson's and, back but anderson's not throwing hard he's only throwing like 93 he hasn't pitched <laughs> that forever. that that is also true so people were expecting him to be reliever of the year again like as soon as he's <laughs> back but i mean that's a tough velo jump though like, and they said, I thought someone had said he was throwing really hard in, in Durham, but obviously he wasn't. If like he's coming up and throwing 92. I don't know. That was a little alarming to me. I don't think he gets back that 99 this year. No, I, this year. Uh, uh-uh. so, which is uh, upsetting because obviously everyone wants him to be who he was last year, which was already like well exceeding his expectations. But I don't know if a year ago, you told me that Andrew Kittredge was going to be our most like, oh, impactful yeah. pitcher. I would have been like, you're absolutely insane. I, yeah. I would not have believed you one second, but he's been like the best surprise this season. One of the best. What have you seen from Pete Fairbanks this year? <sighs> Do you remind me what his injury was? He, I, it was some kind of shoulder. He had a, ro- he's had a few. I think he had a rotator cuff earlier in the season. And then this most recent one I think was different, but it might've still been shoulder. Uh, if I remember correctly, like his, his FIP was like significantly better than his ERA. So I guess there's like kind of hope there. But also his he's still striking out guys. Yeah. Like he still has like a really nice strikeout rate and like he's not really giving up too many home runs. So I don't know. I still like him. I still trust in him. If we're gonna throw anyone out there, I'd I'd like I wouldn't mind if it was him. Do you think that the problems lately have been because of fatigue or just our natural part of like, I don't know, baseball? Like they're not gonna be perfect all year. Cause I've seen both sides of the argument. Yeah, I mean, a couple of things. Like we have like one of the best bullpens. Like we're very lucky. So when things go awry, it's very easy to panic, but things haven't been going that badly. Also, we're in like a very good position. If if someone gives up a home run here and there, like Conley gave up a home run the other day, but he was like lights out the game before that. Um, I mean, it just depends day to day, right? They're not perfect. These are guys that are stepping up into roles that they might not have had. So I feel like they should get a little leeway there. And then also like, it depends on the game. Like if our offense isn't performing, obviously it's going to be much worse and much more hurtful if the bullpen blows the game when it wasn't really like theirs to blow in the first place. Yep. Just saying the Tiger series, people were mad about like one of the games we blew, but they were two for 12 with runners in scoring position. So like, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> that game, uh, I think, was that the Sunday game? That they were remember. frustrated about. I I was just frustrated because I so I wasn't watching the game. I was at a Phillies game, so the only thing I was watching was I kind of watched the game a little bit on my phone, but I was trying to pay attention to the Phillies game, and I was also watching the game on uh, just like MLB Game Day, and I got so pissed off when I was like, "Oh, there's two strikes and two outs, they're gonna win the game," and then literally the next pitch they give up a home run, and that was the thing that frustrated me because I didn't see what the hell was going on. That's natural. So, <laughs> Yeah, so I was, I was just like, if you did see it, you would have been frustrated. I was frustrated. But I mean, it is what it is. They, they're at, they're at home now. Hopefully, home cooking will help. I feel like, and we, and we'll talk about this when we talk more about the Tiger series. 
But I feel like now that they're finally back at home, they're done with their road trip. I think that's going to help out a lot. And especially hoping that a lot more people are going to be going to the games now because they have those new deals, the, the, the ticket deals for the rest of the season. I hope that will help in some way. I, I think that the Rays need the, the, like the Rays having their home fans, I think will, will help them a lot. The weekend games, those tickets are almost gone, if not gone. Yeah, which is a good thing. Are you like, going? I, I see. I'm waiting because I want to go to the clincher. So I'm like, oh. no, no, just go up into the just, just every day, just every game. <laughs> well, see, weekdays are already hard. And I know it's going to be a weekday, so I'm probably going to miss first pitch if I do get down there. But but like you won't miss last pitch. I am going to the last game against the Marlins, so that one I'm for sure going to be at, and I'll go to some others in between there. But don't know which ones yet. We'll see. Maybe I'll go Saturday. I don't know. Just go to every game. <laughs> no holds barred. Just every game. <laughs> if it works, it works. But yeah, so hopefully they'll get some home cooking from that. Obviously, road trip didn't go as well as I'm sure a lot of people thought, but hoping good things. We're going to be talking about that. Stay tuned. We're going to talk about the Tiger series. We're going to talk a little bit more about baseball and some other stuff going on uh, on this latest episode of Raise the Roof. Raise the Roof is partnered with Smack Apparel to help you talk the talk with your favorite sports teams. They have fantastic designs with great comfort at great prices. Tampa Bay sports fans, they have you covered with great Rays, Bucks, and Lightning gear, some that you might have even seen players wear. Raise the Roof listeners, we have a special deal just for you. Go to our affiliate link under the bio of our Twitter account to purchase your own Smack Apparel wear, and you'll be helping us out in the process. Thanks to Smack Apparel again for supporting Raise the Roof. Smack Apparel, talking the talk since 1998. And we're back on this latest episode of Raise the Roof. So we have some things that we want to talk about before we get into the Tiger series. The first thing being, so right now I'm currently watching the Giants-Padres game, which will have finished by the time I'm putting this out. So the game, I believe, probably started at like four. Um, I haven't been out to Oracle Park or the now called Oracle Park. You speak called AT&T Park and it had like 15 different names. I haven't been out to Oracle Park in San Francisco yet. And I know that Brian and Andrea, you guys haven't gotten a chance to go out to a bunch of different stadiums. So I want to know what are some bucket list stadiums that you guys haven't been to yet that you guys would want to go to? Hampton Yards. Really, Camden Yards really is a good one. There. Camden yeah, Yards is a good out. one. Oh, I've been many times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love Camden yeah. Yards. It's so pretty. I want to go there. I love that wall in the outfield. I want to go see it. I can attest Camden Yards is a beautiful stadium. You, you would love it 100%. So is that like your is that your top, top one? If there's ones that, that you would want to go to? Yeah, I think so. I think that's my top, top one. And then maybe one of the ones on the West Coast just to go to the West Coast. You know? <laughs> is, there like a, is there like a specific one like uh, San Francisco, San Diego, uh... maybe the LA stadiums, Seattle? If the A's ever rebuild their stadium, I want to see that one. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> the renderings the, are so pretty. <laughs> the current A's stadium is not too great. Not going to lie. No. Bree, what are some stadiums that you haven't been to that you would want to go to? I think number one on my list is probably PNC because it just looks so pretty. Can and attest PNC is very beautiful. You've been there? Yeah. I've, been to, I've been to half the stadiums in baseball. Whoa. <laughs> I don't know why that upsets me, but it doesn't <laughs> Pittsburgh's awesome. The, the stadium is beautiful. The walk through the Roberto Clemente Bridge is awesome. Yeah. Also, always kind of been a closet Pirates fan. So I feel bad for the Pirates. They'll be fine. They're going to be good. They will they be good. Men. No, this. Uh, <laughs> four years. Four years. Okay. We'll talk again then. <laughs> <All right. laughs> so, 
so is that your top stadium i'm assuming yeah probably pnc and oracle i mean that's kind of basic but wrigley wrigley i also want to go to fenway really bad i just i've never been to Fenway's boston fun. but i think i would love the city so yeah i think you would you should go boston's a lot of fun wear all your race stuff yeah that's a good idea <laughs> no <laughs> yeah, one's I'm gonna actually, touch you <laughs> i'm trying really hard if everything works out i really want to go to the final series of the season in new york which that would well, be let fun. me know if you go i'll be I'll hopefully be there so let me know <laughs> i'm trying i'm sure my friend he goes to nyu and i'm like hey like have you got do you have your schedule yet like can i come over <laughs> but we'll see Here. that'd be fun all right and, and as I say that, Gibby has entered the room, so he is now going to join, and hopefully he'll be... Uh, Gibby, are you there? Earth to Gibby. Yes, yes. Oh, he's here. Hello. <laughs> he's alive. In all of his glory. In all his glory, he's here. <laughs> this is the first... Gibby, this is the first time you... No, wait, did you meet Andrew at the last No, I was, yeah, on the last... I was on the first Oh, you did? <laughs> okay. Okay, so, I mean, this is the first time in a bit, though. Um, so... Yeah. Uh, we are currently talking about bucket list st- stadiums to go to. Do you have any bucket list stadiums that you haven't been to yet? I want to go. I want to go to the Tennessee Volunteer Stadium because I hear it's very, very shitty. <laughs> I just want to experience it. That, that's not the a bas- baseball stadium. Par- <laughs> no, Tennessee Volunteers. The, oh, like the oh, like stadium. the Tennessee base. Oh. Oh, I thought you were just saying stadiums and no. Tennis. I said baseball. St- I I'm mean- all for the Tennessee slander, so I, I <laughs> yeah. But I heard I heard they have the the worst bathrooms in the NCAA. So why would I have, you I care? Have to see them. I don't know. That's just that's just one thing <laughs> I thought of. I guess I guess one of them would be Coors Field because I really I really like I just like Colorado, so I'd like to go there. I like to I'd like to have a game there. Like yeah, I also like <laughs> I like Seattle too. I'd like to go there. I'd like to go to Dodger Stadium too. I mean, Dodger Stadium is beautiful. Dodger Stadium's a lot cooler than the last time I went because the last time I went, you had to have a separate ticket to go into the pavilion, which was the homeless section. Time I went, when I went to Dodger Stadium, I went to Dodger Stadium in 2008 with my family because we went out to California because I think part of it was to go to Disneyland and part of it was you to know go the stadium to I've been to, Alex. I've what? been to Home <laughs> <the> Depot tra- Park. <laughs> 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 I'm not trying to like. I'm not trying to show off. It's just the stadiums I've been to. But literally when I went, you had to have a separate ticket to go into the outfield and a separate ticket for the infield. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. It it was terrible. And and now it's changed. But like, who was the idiot who thought that that was a good idea? Um, Capitalizing on money. Could you get two tickets? Could you go like infield or like not infield? I'm sure that I'm sure. I mean, knowing Zach Hample, I'm sure he did that. (laughs) The the Universal like a park hopper pass <laughs> i oh, i don't even know if that existed because i can't remember back to when i was 10 at that I, I remember being there that's it i have a ticket yeah i've seen angel stadium and dodger stadium from the outside never been in though no, because i went to california one time i can tell you angel stadium's cooler but I, I think that dodger stadium is probably like with the stuff that they've added to dodger stadium now i'm sure it's probably better but i really liked angel stadium when i went yeah, it was really. I cool. like the iconic lights in the outfield, the Angel yeah. Stadium, and, and the rock pile is really cool. Mm-hmm. So I'm a big yeah. fan of that. Um, so the other thing that I want to talk about before we get into the Tiger series is wild card predictions. So right now it's a jumbled mess. That is, except for the Dodgers and/or Giants, is one of those two teams. I mean, that's still a mess because which one of them is going to win the division and one of them could lose. But like, yeah. 
I mean, that's true. But like one, like both of them will get into the postseason. So Can like those the chaos, if the Dodgers lose in a wild card game, people are going to be pissed. It's going to be so funny. <laughs> hilarious. Okay, okay. So let's start off with the NL. Uh, Bree, starting off with you, who do you think are going to be the two wildcard teams? Um, okay. So I think it's going to be the Dodgers and I kind of want to see the Reds in there. I think they're fun, but I also wouldn't be mad at seeing Bryce Harper in there. So, True. um, you know what? Give me the, I'll go for maximum chaos here and go Phillies because they're three games back. Oh Dodgers God. That is maximum. That, that's max chaos. Andrea, who are your two teams in the NL? Uh, I was going to say Dodgers and Reds. That's the other good. I, I want the Reds to win. if the Reds are in there I want them winning so bad and I want Castellanos to hit a walk-off but I want him to hit a go-ahead no no it could be a walk-off they could just change the rules the the, the Reds become the home team because why not (laughs) I like that Mm. I I like that I I think that that's I don't want to say that that's probably the most probable but I feel like that might have the most traction out of all of the possible scenarios but I could be dead wrong um Gibby well that would have the Padres missing which is like blasphemous yeah like, say that. where did the Cardinals come from by the way like sorry to go off on Old a gloves. I looked the other day I saw them in there I was like what? stellar defense just stellar. stellar random guys that you random white dudes that you have no clue who they are and then they just randomly they will probably up. have like five gold gloves honestly yeah <laughs> Like um, like the uh, uh, the Tyler O'Neills and Harrison Baders of the world only exists on the Cardinals and that's it. exactly. <laughs> um, I really want the Padres. I mean, I want the Padres in there because you know NL MVP or probably N of NL run. Bryce Harper right snag it. You think you, you think Bryce might snag it from Tatis? He might. Hey, maybe if he gets into the playoffs, maybe. Max Muncy's in there too. I mean, he just Max Monkey. Um, <laughs> I actually think that since I think the Dodgers are a little more hot right now at the end of the season than than the Giants are. Mm. I think aren't the Dodgers are on like a five game winning streak right now. Six. Uh, oh, okay. I the have Giants, no clue. So the I'll Giants just, just lost. They did, and they're losing I, right now in the eighth inning. Yeah, and the, I think I think it's going to be Giants and Padres in the wild card. Ooh. That's that's really boring though. I feel like that that's is a team. not boring. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, those are the teams boring. you expect. I hate that. I, I feel like those are the teams you expected, though. I need October Longo back. I need him to, to make a deep run. Exactly. I. Oh God. No. But the Giants are already a lock, so. Yeah, the Giants and Dodgers. I'm pretty sure both have already have secured postseason berths, so we don't have to worry about them. Um. See, I want to see Tatis get into the playoffs again. I don't think that – I think that the Pod, – I mean, the Padres literally just signed Vince Velasquez, so they're really desperate right now because Vince Velasquez is not a good pitcher. So I mean, They signed Arietta. Like, they're yeah. <laughs> grasping every single straw. Yeah, they are They are in desperation mode. I want I, – I think I'm with Andrea. I want I want Dodgers-Reds, and I want, I, I want Cassianos to hit a home run. I don't care how he does it. For sure. I, Isn't it kind of crazy – all the acquisitions the Padres made this offseason, and now they're barely scratching the surface of the playoffs. Like they're they're almost there, and they're not even quite there, which is crazy. That's just crazy to me. Like it's the Padres. <laughs> what a, what a competitive division that they're in. I didn't expect what what was going on with the Giants, but shout out to Farhan Zaidi. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. Hey, no one no one expected the Giants. I think just the old guys 
just, just the old guys. to be good this year i don't think he did anything really i just think the old guys are like yeah we'll, we'll be healthy like most of the time we'll hit <laughs> whatever it takes to get longoria in the world series i don't care oh yeah let's just get them all the way through <laughs> i mean the last time he was in the world series not gonna lie he was not good all the more reason if we're playing them so <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he could have success against the i think he only had like two three hits in the in the world series he, he batted like a hundred if i'm not mistaken in, in, in 2008 one of my only memories from that world series is that he didn't run out a pop fly that ended up falling oh no and oh. <laughs> i don't know why that memory just like stuck in my mind for that, mean, that long but it still bothers me he didn't run he would have been safe i remember uh like a bunch of sports talk radio hosts talking about that like the day after oh really let it drop. Right, i'm not crazy <laughs> i don't remember i mean i remember the game that i was at because my parents at the time had philly season tickets so we were at game five i i, I remember that <laughs> um i also remember us trying to scramble when the rain delay happened to get undercover so we scrambled into the hall of fame club and they didn't allow us in originally because we didn't have tickets and then my mom basically begged and pleaded with them to let us in and then they eventually let us in so we basically sheltered there for uh the the duration of the rain uh, uh or of the i guess rain delay as it happened and then it didn't become a rain delay and then it became postponed and then i don't know if like this should be i i feel like this should be something that they that major league baseball should do but the resumption of the game those like last two and a half innings were probably some of the best baseball i've ever seen just because <laughs> the fact that everyone knew it was only going to be like two and a half innings so they just put like all of their energy into it it was so great I, yeah, those two and a half innings were, were pretty intense, I will say. It, it, it was so much more fun. But also, uh, Padres, Manny Machado just hit a two-run single. So it's 7-2 now in the eighth inning. Okay, let's do AL. Yes, AL. AL wild card predictions. This this one is the crazier of the two, I believe. Uh, I don't know about you oh, guys. Man. But uh, Gibby, starting off with you, who do you have? Who are your two wild card oh, teams man. in the AL? I hate to say it, but I think the A's and the Mariners are just out of it at this point. I hate to say. <laughs> Andrew it. thought that I you were gonna say A's Mariners in the wild card game. <laughs> she was like, "What?" I just, I, I just think like, that's there's a hot take. It probably is a hot take, and it'll probably change, and it'll probably come back to punch me in the face. But I really think it's like it's just like between these three uh, AL East teams who are who are like in the running right now. I mean, I I could see Oakland. And I really want Seattle. Like I think everyone does. America's team. That's I America's don't, team. I don't. I don't want Seattle. I don't like <laughs> Seattle. Seattle scares me. <laughs> yeah, they scary, are pretty scary. They are scary. I, I enjoy watching them from a distance. I, yeah, I, yeah, I enjoy yeah, them. Not, I enjoy. Yeah, not suddenly made the Red Sox like, but like off topic. Hold on, I'm going to interrupt you. Mm-hmm. I watched Hunter Renfro in that series strike out in like the ninth inning on three fastballs down the middle in a row. <laughs> fourth strikeout of the night and i was just like what on <laughs> what and then he dropped like an easy fly ball that hit his glove and i was just like okay this i have this has to be a joke right and yeah, then the sometimes mariners, he's mike trout sometimes he's no and the mirrors are blowing leads like in the late innings i was like hold on this is just like completely reverse how both these teams played the race this year and i just hate it but whatever. It's fine. Reason pain. Anyway, continue. Carry on, Gibby. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, 
How bold it'd be would a be? bummer for either of those. I think it'd be more of a bummer for Toronto to miss the playoffs. Although Boston led the the AL East most of the season and was like pretty on top of their uh, division most of the time. Um, I don't know. Just either. either I mean, Toronto made a lot more acquisitions, like a lot more uh, like expensive acquisitions this off season. So that would be. I think it'd be more heartbreaking for them, especially since they just came back. I think those people are starving for a postseason berth that they can watch. Um, so I don't know. I think I think it's gonna be Yankees, dude. I can't even say confidently any of these teams, honestly. So I might have to take back my. Oh, I don't think the Mariners or A's are gonna get it. Angels, Royals. I think I think it'll end up being Boston out of it, honestly. I because I think Tron's gonna fight more. So then, so, so I then, think, so I then think who's Boston's the second gonna, team? Oh, Yankee! I think it's gonna be Yankees and 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 Blue Jays. Wait, no. Oh, wait. So the Boston's the te- so Boston's the team that's not gonna make it. Is what is Boston's what, a team that's not gonna make it. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Yankees and Blue Jays. Got it. They'll be the odd ones out. All right. Uh, Andrea, who do you have? Yeah, I have the same prediction. Although the Yankees have like been hanging on by a thread. Oh so yeah. I don't know, but I again, I want to see a game. So I'm like actively rooting for them. I feel like <laughs> they're a locker room. The Yankees locker room dies every two weeks. And then they lose five games in a row. Hey, the human thumb Brett Gardner got them uh, got them a win last night. So that, that's what they get hyped for. When Thumb Man gets them a, a win, they get really hyped for that. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be Blue Jays also. Like Red Sox, it's going to be like in 2017 when the Rays were in first and then they like slowly died. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be the same thing. Which was hard to watch. I don't know if you guys remember. It was tough to watch that. Was yeah. was twenty seventeen the one year where they went eighty and eighty two? Was that the second year that they went eighty and eighty two? Because because twenty eighteen was the twentieth anniversary year, and I think they won ninety games that year. So yeah, yeah, that was the eighty and eighty two year. That that game was frustrating, or that year was frustrating. But also, I was like, they won eighty games, yeah, because they didn't do anything previously. So it was yeah. like false hope. They couldn't even get eighty one. They had to be like one under five hundred. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Just to really. Hey, they got to eighty. They got to and then they got to ninety, and then ninety six, and then you know they just kept going. So I think they're fine. <laughs> All right, so so we have two Yankees, Blue Jays. Bree, will you be the third to say Yankees, Blue Jays? <laughs> Or will you shake things up and make it? Or, or what? What kind of chaotic are you? I think it's going to be Yankees Blue Jays. Aww. I want it to be Yankees Red Sox. <laughs> so I, I would love to play the Red Sox in the ALDS. So, but that's probably why they're not going to make it. Um, They've really shown. I, I think their their roster is. It's like fine. It's finally shown. Like I mean, we we were talking about it for so long on this podcast, like how they are going to fall. It's just like when, yeah. and eventually the MLB caught up to them. I feel like that's where they're at now. Now they're struggling to like they're just, they're just scratching anything just to get to the playoffs. I remember my which bold- I feel like they don't have much to lose though, so they're not that mad about it, honestly. Yeah, I remember no, I my bold to. prediction on the D Rays Bay podcast thing at like the halfway mark of the season was that the Jays would finish with a better record than the Red Sox, and they were like, "What, really?" They're like, "Look oh. at you now." Pretty smart. Pretty smart. I'm going to go. Uh, so one of the teams is going to be the same. The other one's going to be different. I'm because, because I just want to see it happen. Uh, I, I want Blue Jays, Red Sox because, because I just want to see Yankees fans suffer. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we, we all want the Yankees out. 
I want to see it happen. Like, I want to see there be some sort of like dramatic collapse at the end of the year, and like, like it's it within their dramatic. But like, so like, so like, for example, the Rays have already clinched the number one. Like, like this is hypothetical, but the Rays have already clinched the number one seed in the AL. They already have the division locked down. Those la- that that last three game series of the year is going to be like what happened with the Phillies, where like the Phillies were trying to get into the playoffs last year and were desperate and the Rays had no business to sweep them and they swept them because they didn't care. And it's going to be the same thing where the, where, where the Rays are going to go into New York, have no business to sweep the Yankees because they don't need to. And they're going to sweep them because they don't care. And the Yankees are going to barely miss playoffs. Please. I really, I, I, I just really want it to happen. Want, Cause I, I want to end the dream. I don't even want a chance of playing Toronto. Like I just really, I don't. understand that, but I, I mean, that's what I, it, it would be so funny if that happened, and I kind of want it to, but I don't know what's going to happen. I it, like it how is... it's the same theme of the podcast from last year, how we were just deathly afraid of getting uh, Toronto in the playoffs. Well, nothing's changed. Toronto's nothing's scary. Changed. I mean, I mean, I mean, obviously. They're way we've... more scary this year. Yeah, they're way <laughs> scarier this year. <laughs> I'm, I mean, obviously, we've seen how scary Drake's new album is, and, you know, he just keeps getting, he just keeps getting more and more. Obviously, we've seen how scary <laughs> God damn you, freak. I did it again. <laughs> Drake's a scary man. He keeps he keeps putting out bangers. How are we going? We don't have the firepower. I mean, Young Gravy is not from Tampa, so that we don't hey, have the firepower. We've adopted him. I mean, technically, he is from Minnesota, so I think that he would be fine if he was. He's a waste man. <laughs> what? That's what they say in Toronto. You never heard Toronto people. Talk? No, I thought that was from London. <laughs> it like it was from no. It's it's like a Toronto joke. It's like oh, you never seen Drake do that. I don't know. No. It's like some YouTube thing. I mean, Drake is funny, but that's another thing. It's funny. All right. I don't like so, Drake that much, though. <laughs> well, on that note, let's go into talking about another city with with famous rappers and and hip hop artists, Detroit, because the Rays hey. are playing the Tigers this week. <laughs> An impressive segue right there. <laughs> There's lots of cars hey, there making, too. There are lots of cars. I don't and know. Lots of abandoned buildings. <laughs> we should not be crapping on Detroit. Come on, this is worth. Hey, my dad's from Detroit. I can crap. On <laughs> I've been there a lot. Okay, that's fine. All right, all right. All I want. All right. Well, first off, first off with the Tiger series, Bree, who are the pitcher? Of what? Sorry, what are the pitching matchups for the series? Um. So we have today it is head versus I don't even know my apps behind Alexander. I Alex- think Tyler Alexander. Yeah, I don't know anything about him. So Andrew has taken he- away. Uh, uh, I think he used to be a relief, like he was a bulk reliever, like similar to Yarbrough, but now he's like more of a starter. He's not one of their better ones. Like he's not as good as like Miser or uh, Tyreek Scooball. I'll take well, the Rays should jump on him. I will take it. And then well, we have he held, he held the race to one run in his last start. Well, then Not the Rays really. need to jump on him. <laughs> it's a necessity now. Yeah. <laughs> Love when they do that. That's super cute. Um, <laughs> tomorrow it is Patino versus Mize. Two oh boy. Youngins that should, going that, that should be fun. Two rookies. Casey. Or two. I mean, is, is Patino, does he still have rookie status or no? Yeah. Okay. I think he made his debut in like the wild card game last year. Or like the wild no, game no, no, no. He made his debut in the regular season last year. I just don't know when specifically. Well, okay. he's still a rookie, so. Okay, so Patino and Mize. And then, and then um, 
Is Patino opening for Yarbrough? I didn't see what they. Said. No, Yarbs is supposed to be going on Saturday. Is what it it, it looked like. So basically, they said. changed it. What I just said is completely wrong. By the way, is my Yarbrough then? Oh, so who's pitching on Friday for the for the Tigers? Oh my God, today's Thursday. Jesus. Yeah, it's a four game series. I'm right about the four game <laughs> series for the first time ever. Then you were. I'm like three games. I was looking at Saturday. Oh wait, no, no, no. It is my Patino. Then uh, screwball. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm just, I just can't read a literal calendar. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> That's where we're at right now. <laughs> we have and, high production here. Yeah, and I don't know who the hell is going on Sunday, but uh, Sunday isn't McClanahan coming back that day? Yeah, yeah, McClanahan will probably pitch, and then who? Oh, Billy. Yeah. They should is push this... him back. By the way, they should make one of these. Like I know we're kind of already doing a bunch of bullpen games, but McClanahan should go against the Jays. This is the same guy. I remember this guy, Willie Peralta. He used to pitch on the Brewers. He was good on the Brewers. What the hell happened? Andrew, do you know what happened to Willie Peralta? <laughs> uh, I don't know what happened to him, but he's like getting almost exclusively ground balls. He has like a 50% ground ball rate. That's Wait, cool. actually? Yeah, it's 52%. I don't yeah. mean to be a nerd, but that's... <laughs> no, that's great. Been yeah. that weak contact. <laughs> well, that's not that's not promising, but they're going to face him on Sunday. Okay. Well, that's good, though. That's a good matchup for the Rays because he's low-K, high ground ball. So the Rays, like, if he's low K, the Rays won't strike out as much. Thank That's God. Good. That's good. The, Ray, the Rays won't strike out as much. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie I mean, Ray. Robbie Ray. Oh, gosh, just took a nosedive. Robbie Ray's tight pants. They are. They are. I scary. didn't know that was a thing. Oh, that's a I thing. I didn't realize like that was a thing, oh. and then like Robbie Ray's tight pants followed me on Twitter. I was like, what is this? <laughs> 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 it's. It's it's unnaturally scary how tight his pants are. I'm not gonna lie. Is there is there a Twitter account for Walker Beeler's tight pants? Yes, there is. Yeah. Of course there is. Okay. And it won't happen. But if t- the two of them were like the Cy Youngs this year, I mean, I guess it could happen. But like, that it, would could be happen. Cool. it could happen. It, it could happen. And then everyone's wearing. And then next year, everyone wears tight pants. Yeah, exactly. And then oh, they ban tight pants. Manfred bans tight pants <laughs> because it's too advantageous to the pitcher. <laughs> what? They just they just look too thick on that mound. <laughs> God, give me why. Uh, <laughs> well, on that note, why don't we pick players for this series? <laughs> My no tight pants in baseball. <laughs> no like, t- the thing you got now is Robbie Ray's tight pants, unfortunately. <laughs> but so, we'll get so, to see him again, maybe. I don't know. So, Who's pitching and, the Rays? Do we have that yet? What? Who's what? pitching the Rays? Robbie Ray again? Oh, no. Let's not worry about the Blue Jays series. No. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and read my calendar harder. <laughs> Well, Andrew, so what So what we usually do is we'll pick a player that we think is either going to do well or just a player to bounce back for every series. So uh, since you're the guest, why don't you start out? On the Rays? Yeah, yeah. Who's your player to pick for the Rays? Oh, there's so many choices. Um, there are a lot of choices. That is true. Because okay. <laughs> the thing is, I have so much faith in all of them now because I have this, like, really high optimism heading into the playoffs. We love that. <laughs> honestly i respect i wish no i wish evan was on here to listen to her because maybe maybe he'd listen to her because he is like the toll team's terrible (laughs) they're getting swept first round (laughs) um i'll try to pick like someone a little less obvious i'll go joey wendell that's what that series oh really (laughs) but she did well by the way i like that i like that that's a good pick that's a good pick that's a good pick all right gibby who's your player hmm I literally just see a picture of Nelson Cruz, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna say <laughs> Nelson Cruz. I like it. That's it. I like it. Straight to the point. All right, Bree, who you got? Um, I'm gonna take two because I'm greedy. I want to see 
Pete Fairbanks do well because I believe he can, and everyone's being very mean to him. So stop being mean. Everyone's being Why, mean. Ayana. Crazy eyes, Pete, because he's very good. Um, anyways, who else? Offensively, I am going to pick Manuel Margot for absolutely no reason. But I love it. Just go with it. It's great. Manuel um, Margot, six inning, two outs, uh, oh. two two count. There you okay. go. You know who did well Come against on. the Tigers last time? Jordan Luplo. That's another one to throw out there. Ooh. Well, B. Lau finally came off the IL and hit a home run, so I'm happy about that. I need him he to do the nice. IL. When? Oh was no, it? sorry, no, no. He he. Sorry, he, he just was just sitting for a minute. It <laughs> was it. It was like an abbreviated non-IL stint that was kind of an IL stint, but whatever. We're just resting him, like we said. Yeah. They uh, the IL. not an IL stint, IL yeah, stint. It, yeah, ex- exactly. So he hit a home run, which was great. So hopefully he'll he'll factor in this series, hit a few home runs, and I'm going to also pick. Um, let's pick Kittredge because uh, he's had a few blown saves recently. And I know Cash is going to throw him out into a high leverage situation because that's what he always does. So yeah, get your confidence back, buddy. Go yeah, exactly. Confidence booster, get him back out there. I think that'll be the best thing. Last thing before we end this quick, because I, I think we're pretty much at what, what we think is going to happen with the AL MVP race. I think it's pretty much consensus Otani NL MVP race. Quick hitter, who do we have? I mean, I, I already said it. I got Tatis. All right, you got Tatis. Andrea, who do you have? Yeah, Tatis. Harper with, with a valiant effort in the second half, but I think Tatis gets it. Bree? Right, I'm going Harper just because. I'm going Harper, Tatis, Muncie. Oh, I like that. Match monkey. <laughs> I'm also going Tatis. I'm also going Tatis. I think he'll hit 40 before the end of the year, so he'll be fine. Uh, but with that being said, we're going to end things on this latest episode of Raise Rip. And Andrea, thank you so much for taking the time to come on, talking with us. Where can people find your work on social media and what you're doing around the baseball uh, world if they haven't found you already? Sure. I'm at Scout Go Report on Twitter and Instagram, but I mostly update my Twitter. So you can follow me on there. And I'm very friendly, so you can interact with me too. Um, yes. But thanks for having me on. This was a lot of fun. Yes, of course. Of Guys, course. she's we not nice. As soon as we cut the recording, she <laughs> yells at us. She just berates <laughs> us. It's, it's bad. <laughs> Only to you, Gibby. Only to yeah. you. <laughs> All right, well, I have Gibby blocked on Twitter. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Breaking news. This is my only block. I, I would too. I would too. I'd block myself <laughs> if I could. <laughs> come on. Come on. Don't tell yourself short like that, man. You're better than that. Yeah, true, true, true. All right. Well, Andrea, thank thanks, you so much King. again for coming. What? <laughs> I said thanks, King. <laughs> God. All right. Well, Andrew, thank you so much again for coming on and forever listening. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Thanks so much for supporting everything that, that we're doing here at Raise Roof. We really appreciate it. If you guys don't follow us on social media, Raise Roof TV, Raise Roof Twitch on our Twitch channel, Raise the Roof on our YouTube channel, um, our website, RaiseTheRoofTV.com. If you guys want to sponsor us, if you guys have any comments, questions, concerns about anything going on in the podcast, just anything here at Raise the Roof, Raise the Roof TV at gmail.com. And uh, just keep supporting us as you guys have been on this podcast. So with all that being said, thanks so much for listening. And as always, raise up. Raise up, baby.